0: You know, eleven, eleven. What does it mean? What does eleven, eleven mean? Oh my God! Sleeping four days dead like Lazarus is what it means. John, eleven, eleven. I'm going to visit him, and he's dead, and he stinks. Who is he visiting? The church of the earth. It's dead, and it stinks. Oh, that's real mean. That's real critical. That's a religious spirit. No, it's true. Jesus is not a religious spirit. The power of Elijah is not a religious spirit. The river is not religious at all. The river is going to visit everyone that thinks they're alive but is actually dead. Beware that the light in you is not actually darkness. Beware that you're not filled with the second heavens. And people, bless their hearts, it's very cute. It's, call it Kundalini. It's not Kundalini. It's the red dragon. <laughs> it's funny. Because, it, you know, it's like trying to take a little butter knife at, at the actual problem here, you know, and dealing with the kundalini spirit you got 200 million false holy spirits and yeah i'm sure Kundalini's in there somewhere but you really you want to be dealing with this (laughs) way the red dragon amen don't even waste your time with the little stuff we don't have time for that we don't have time for imps let's just go after the principalities amen go after the tops of the seven mountains why because the bible says amos chapter 9 the mountains drip with wine joel chapter 2 the mountains drip with wine If the mountains don't drip with wine, then we're fake. We're phony. We're not bringing anything out of the third heaven. We're just religious people out here killing ourselves. Might as well just sign up for the prophets of Baal. Hallelujah, and that's true. Might as well just sign up for how to be a prophet of Jezebel, because that's all there is here if we're not manifesting the river out of our belly. See? The third heaven comes out of your belly, the second heaven comes upon your brain. So, oftentimes, when they're asking God to come, but He already came, and you're bewitched, you're actually asking Jezebel and the fallen angels to come. You're actually, you know, having a covenant with the false prophet. Do charismatic Christians have a, I mean, find one that doesn't, to be honest with you, in 2019, and we haven't come out of the Great Tribulation. We haven't come out of the potent sorcery of Babylon the Great. They're in the potent sorcery right now. So find a charismatic Christian that, that doesn't have a covenant with Jezebel. I dare you to find one. I mean, And show them to me. And then show them this broadcast right now. And if they don't have a covenant with Jezebel, they'll rejoice in the spirit and the power of Elijah. And these are the ones that are set apart from the world that have the circumcision of the heart with the river of life and the circumcision of the mind that know how to use the river of life. You have the circumcision of the heart and the circumcision of the mind, both, the Bible teaches. And you get the heart, so you have the river, and you get the mind, so you know how to use the river. You know? And the river uses you, but you're fully yielded by the circumcision of the mind. The name of Jesus Christ, and the name of the Father, and the name of New Jerusalem is written where? On the forehead. Why? Because your mind needs to know how to use the river. Are we the priests of Melchizedek, or just a bunch of fakes? Do you know how to use the elements of the glory? You know how to use the wind, use the fire, use the, the blood. You know how to use the glory. You know what the rivers for. You know how to use the angels. Angels obey his word. You don't have any confidence because you don't have circumcision in the heart. Most Christians don't even have their hearts circumcised, and we're trying to teach you on training in righteousness and the righteousness of Melchizedek in the third heaven and, and ruling and reigning in the hundred forty-four thousand in the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ and. You know, mystic mysteries, sacred secrets, and stuff people don't even have a clue. But there is, you know, there's about 40 people here that actually get it. There's 40. Trust me. That's about all you need to completely drown the whole world. I mean, we, you could do it less, but 40 is awesome. I mean, 4 million would be great, but I mean, quality over quantity, right? Jesus had 12, right? And look what he did. And he didn't care. He had, at, at the time, he had 5,000, then he had throngs. The word throngs. Not to be confused with thongs, because I know you're still doing with immorality, but the throngs were following Jesus, and that means numbers beyond counting. And was Jesus like, oh yeah, I could go into retirement, you know? I'll give you a tax receipt, 501c3, I'll be in the palace, you know, I'm the new high priest. Did he say that? No, he said, eat my flesh, drink my blood. And he lost like a million partners, a million financial partners in one day. I mean, that's real Christianity. You know, it's just like, he's basically like, piss off. That's basically what he said. Piss off. You don't even care about the kingdom or the Father or anything, you just want a handout. You just want some the new thing, the new move. You just want stimulation. You just want to feel God. You don't, you don't care about the Father's will. You're not interested in sacrificing yourself. Piss off. Get lost. That's what he said. And he lost like a million financial partners. And that's great. Isn't that good? Hallelujah. So we're dealing with the real ministry of Jesus Christ and not the fake phony stuff of the world that's watered down religion, that's nice to my carnal mind, that's nice to my flesh. Make me feel good about you. Make me feel good about me. Be a better me. Self help gospel. You know? You, just, you, just, you know, how many know that's Babylon the Great? That's Satan. People want something to feel good about themselves. God wants to kill you. He says, be crucified with Christ. Anyone that preaches the gospel that says, I don't have to die daily, is from Satan. It's from the devil. Because you're not supposed to live for your soul. You're supposed to live for his soul. If you're living for your soul, you're a follower of the devil. You're a follower of Satan. If you follow Jesus, then you are in the river and you know him on the throne. The pure in heart see God. No one can see God and lives That's not what my Bible says. Jesus died on the cross so the pure in heart can always see God. If you're not seeing God, it's because you have a dirty, wicked, evil, idolatry, and immoral filled heart. You have have an evil heart. And religious people have the most evil hearts in the whole world. They do. I've dealt with it millions and millions of times over. We've been living out here on wild honey and locusts like John the Baptist outside of organized religion for 13 years on wild locusts. 100%. I have no other income, no other support, nothing. Completely wild, completely free, 100% in the river for 13 years of full-time ministry and I'm so thankful. Otherwise, I'd be a fake and phony like everyone else in the tabernacle of Molech. That's the only way you can actually produce the real deal is to be completely set apart from Molech Remphon, buildings made by human hands, the stars, the sands, the world, the red dragon, the false prophet, the beast, and fully dependent on the river. Because nothing else works except the river. That's how you do it. You break it down. Paul was set apart in Arabia 17 years so that everything in his carnal mind he could consider garbage. That's what the Bible says. Garbage! Really, Paul? You're just going to burn the million-dollar education? It's a million-dollar education. No doubt about it. Beyond a doctorate in divinity. It's like going to Bethel. It's like going to... I mean, the... Oh, I can't even remember the names of the cemeteries anymore. Seminaries. Luther Seminary. There's so many of them. And you can spend three, four, five, six years, you could be in there forever. You could spend a million dollars. I know people that went to get their doctorates in divinity because they asked me to do that stuff too. I had all the same temptations. My God, you should go get your master's in divinity. You should go get your doctorate in divinity. Offers. You should get people encouraging me to do it. Eh, I'll pass. I'm done with Bible college. That was dark night of the soul. You spend a million dollars going into that place, in the cemetery, and you come out twice the sons of Satan that your professors were. You know, all messed up in the head. All theological. You have so much knowledge, and the knowledge puffs up, and you're just like your father the devil, and you don't even know the river. You just burnt a million dollars. God was telling me during worship, people are burning millions of dollars building buildings right now. I saw a vision of a volcano eruption of human souls flinging up into the air in San Diego, California. And people are wasting millions of dollars on buildings made by human hands because the revival that's about to hit America will be 100% outside the four walls of the church. And you've literally wasted hundreds of millions of dollars on your human ideas and all of the stuff that you think is real good and trying to contain it and bottle it and make it about you and But the sons of God are actually the pastors of the flood. You ever tried to pastor a flood? You know, it's like having an oil spill in like the Gulf of Mexico. You try to pastor an oil spill. I mean, good luck, right? You can do the best, but everyone's going to get hit. I mean, but so you have to learn how to operate in the glory of God, the knowledge of the glory, if you want any part in this whatsoever. And you have to learn how to operate it outside of organized religion. Because organized religion is the first thing that's going to go up in flames when revival hits the USA. When Jezebel, the principality of religion, falls in America. The sorceries and the immoralities of right and wrong, the knowledge of good and evil of Jezebel that's pretty much filled every single Christian in America to the point where you're just a freak show if you're not involved in the principality of Jezebel. If you don't worship Jezebel with them, you're considered a cult leader and a false prophet. That's how bad things are in the USA right now. That's exactly how it is. They worship Jezebel and not Jesus. God outside-mindedness is the worship of Jezebel and not Jesus Christ. You heard it? It's the truth. God outside-mindedness. Why? Because he's not out there. He's in you. What are you doing? I mean, the the angels rebuking, God's rebuking, Jesus rebuking his disciples. It's not outside you. It's not coming. It's not out in space. It's not raining from the sky. It's, It's not in the second heavens. It's in you. The third heaven's in you. Amen. Anyone that serves an external Jesus serves uh, Jezebel, 100% of the time. So that's how you know how bad the situation. I mean, whoa! You're telling me you have hundreds of millions of people bewitched? Yes. Exactly the case right now. The potent sorcery of Babylon the Great has deceived all nations. Paul or uh, John wrote it in Revelation 2000 years ago. He foresaw it during this time that people would institutionalize Christianity, turn it into a soul and head and hand activity. The beast of the bottomless pit is the serving of the carnal man, the outer man, instead of the inner man. You'll never, I mean, find a Christian that lives out of the inner man. I mean, seriously, if I'm wrong, find a Christian that lives out of the river, out of the inner man. And then show them this broadcast and see that it's not the exact same father, because there's only one father of the inner man, and that's the living father. But the father of the outer man that fathers the soul in the outer man in false Jezebel Christianity is 200 million fallen angels. And that's why you got 100 million different denominations because every different devil has a different theology. Because <laughs> Satan's the father of the carnal mind. God's the father of spirits. Truth, anyhow. But if you're actually fathered by God and you'll know me because you'll know my father because we're all in the same Father of Spirits, the Father of Lights and the Father of Glory, and you need the Spirit of Wisdom and Revelation to know the Father of Glory and to get your glory in your inner man fathered. Father, illuminate the eyes of our hearts, because we're totally blind. We're carnal Christians. We're Laodicean. Even the best of the best are like, where is he? What can we do to make God move? What? Oh you got a river inside you. What can you do to make God move? Repent. The Bible says, and what I say to you is, Repent, return with your soul to Christ in you. Return with all your brain to the fountain of the waters of life. Return with your carnal mind to the river. Repent means return to the river. Repent means give your soul to His soul. We know from the book of Leviticus, it says that the life of the animal soul is in the blood. So you're going to have to sacrifice the the animal souls of your bloodlines, the ancestral curses of the animal soul that's in the blood. You want to know why you have ancestral curse of type 1 diabetes, schizophrenic mental illness, psychotic behavior, uh, tendencies into immorality, alcoholism, uh, pornography addiction, womanizing, all the addictions and vices of the natural realm? It's because the life of the animal souls in the bloodlines. The bloodlines. Ancestral curses. You want your bloodlines cleansed with the Revelation river back through the Genesis of man? Return with all your soul to Christ in your belly and cleanse your blood with the river of life. Every ancestral curse breaks off of you today. Every single one. The animal soul bloodline curse because Curses are what we've done out of our brains back through Adam. What your, what your mom and dad did, what your grandma and grandpa did, great-grandma and, gra- and all the way back to Adam. You know, at 120 generations or something, you know. People got all these different numbers and that's fine. But what it is, is I'll give you the revelation of it. I don't care about any of that really details because we're so drunk and high. You need the sauce of it. You need the anointing. You need the experience of it. You can you can't figure this stuff in your brain. You just add another ancestral curse to the list. You got to sacrifice your animal soul that's in the blood. You got to sacrifice your bloodlines. And if you don't sacrifice your bloodlines, you'll never taste the glory of God. You'll never be a part of God's family because you're a part of your family. Is your family separated from God's family? Moses, faithful in all God's house. Oh, wow. And then he says, someone like me will be raised up. Anyone that doesn't believe in him will be utterly cut off from the people. Jesus, faithful in all God's house. Are you of the family of Jesus? Are you still of your own bloodlines and passing on ancestral curses of your animal souls to your children? Are you even Christians? That's a great question today. Are you the followers of Jezebel pretending to be Christians? Or have you sacrificed your animal soul that's in the bloodlines for the river of life to make you clean. You know, we say, oh, our sins are forgiven if we confess our sins, but then we keep sinning and we don't know why we can't break off the sin. Because you are not. can't break off sin. You can't forgive sin apart from the river. Your head's disconnected from the river. You're in Jezebel trying to be controlled by good and bad and knowledge of good and evil in the two hemispheres of your schizophrenic brains. All human beings are schizophrenic. Every human being is mentally ill. It's the madness of man's pride. Man is sick and separated from God. But through the blood of Jesus, man can connect to God. Where? In their spirit, man. In their heart. If you don't know him in the heart, you've never known him at all. So just, it's exciting. Humble yourself. God, I need to know you. I need to know you in me. I need to know you, Father, in me to do the works of the forgiving of the bloodlines of the sins of our animal souls. We have murdered. We have raped. We have killed. We have committed sorceries, blasphemies. We have done every, we have broken every law. Every family has. Every family since Adam has broken every law. Thousands and thousands and thousands of times. And until you return with your heads to his river, you'll never, never be forgiven. But when you're forgiven, guess what? Then you taste the glory. Then you're instantly healed. Every time Jesus Christ said, you're forgiven, they were instantly healed of every sickness and every disease. So is every sickness and disease because of sin? Yes. Maybe not your sin. Maybe your mom's sin. Maybe your great-great-grandma burned, a, a speaking in tongues, Christian at the stake in Europe and blasphemed the Holy Spirit, you know? And so that was passed on to you in the blood. The animal soul is in the blood. and the bloodline, and those animal curses of the demons that have legal right to your bloodlines because of the sins of the souls of your ancestors is carried in the blood. And the devil will come around and be like, no, I got stuff on you. You haven't brought your head to the river. I own you. Oh, you can claim Jesus all you want. Every religious family member you ever had claimed Jesus, but they weren't in the river. They are a bunch of blaspheming antichrists. Satan owns you. That's reality. If you are not in the river, there's nothing Christian about you whatsoever. If your head's not submitted to God the Father and the Lamb, you're less than Christian. You're antichrist. Because the animal soul is at war against the mind of Christ. Romans... Chapter 8, it is written, enmity, war, war, because they murdered the prophets. I mean, they burned people at the stake. They murdered our Lord on a cross. They tore his skin off. The same religious spirits you tolerate in your souls murdered Jesus right now. And you wonder why you have a hard day? Because you got all those spirits of religion of the external realm of you trying to be good in the flesh totally bewitched, totally confused totally in bondage, no breakthrough poor, sick, miserable and you haven't repented and you can't get forgiven and nothing changes because you have to return your brain to the river in your spirit God illuminate the eyes of our heart with the spirit of wisdom and revelation that we can know you intimately in the garden of Eden where the river flows from The third heaven flowing outwardly from your inner man. Sin is outside in. Righteousness is inside out. Who practices righteousness? Anyone that manifests the Father, the Son, and the river from the inside out. Truth anyhow. Who's a sinner? Anyone that takes from the outside in. That's what a sinner is. They practice the sin of the world. They practice outside in activity. Everything that's outside in is sin. Because there's no faith in it because you can see it. Everything inside out is righteousness because it requires faith because you can't see it. But then, oh, whoa, the fruit's good. Well, I feel good. Oh, now you start to see it. And when you start to see it, that's when it's judgment. Been praying for the hundredfold great white throne judgments upon everyone's inner man. Because there is so much deception, so much stealing, so much blaspheming. Consistently, every day, people blaspheming the glory of the Father. Now, it's one thing if you don't understand and you've never been exposed to it, and so they come in and they say, oh, it's drugs, they're on Xanax, they're on meth, they're on heroin, they're on alcohol, and they've been smoking joints, and ha, 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 so funny, so funny. It's still blasphemy, but you're clueless, so, you, you know... You're you're already dead, so you're not going to get any deader by blaspheming the glory. The issue is when the Christians that speak in tongues encounter the glory of the Father. Are you going to judge the glory of the Father wrong? I mean, there's some of us here that don't have anything left in us except the glory of the Father. And the glory of the Father is nothing like the Father that's been in your carnal minds with the mixture of why you still tolerate the persons of the wicked and, and dwell in the tabernacle of Molech and serve the, serve the star Remphan. And you got all these ideas of how you can be good in your own eyes, but you're a murderer of Christ. I mean, it's a completely different world coming out of religion into the river. And if you don't, well, you're already dead. But if you've already tasted the life and then you condemn the greater life, well, you can come back out of the river. You can come out of the river. If you don't love, you'll come out of the river. If you don't learn to love unconditionally, I mean, that's the temptation when you come in the river is people will attack you with all kinds of stuff. I mean, everything that the world has, lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and the pride of life is everything that's in the world. That's it. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh and the pride of life. The three temptations of Jesus Christ by Satan in the wilderness. Lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, pride of life. That's all that's in the world. There's nothing else there in the realm of the natural. So everything there, and it's all kinds of different stuff every day would just be hitting you on every side to try to pull you out of the river. To see if you're going to be real about serving God or the Lamb or serving Satan. Because most people will be pulled out of the river within two weeks. We call them two-week Billy Graham's. They'll, be, they'll come around, they'll get excited about the glory, they burn out right away, and another one bites the dust. They're like, I'll, I'll be looking to check up on them. I'll still have their $20 donation in my hand and be like, whoa, they already blocked me on Facebook? I just, should I even deposit it? I'll just rip it up. Don't even want it. Hallelujah. I've seen it thousands of times. Why? Because they're not willing to stay in the river, and the temptations and the pulls of the world are too strong, they're too weak. They don't. They don't have enough hunger and thirst to stay in the river. They got too many other things going on. Oh, my aunt died. I got a, a funeral to attend. Let the dead bear the dead. Well, I'm offended by that. That's what Jesus said. You know. Well, I got a family to take care of. Oh, you know? oh, that's real noble. All my disciples have families too. Come follow me. I can't. I'm rich. Oh, really? Go give it all to the poor and come and follow me. And he went away sad. So it's always something of the natural delusionary realm that will pull you away from walking with Christ perfectly. And you're tested every day. And we fail a thousand times, i failed a thousand times, to be made perfect. Not that I'm perfect, but He is perfect in me. Amen? The river of life's perfect. The Father's perfect. The Spirit and the power of Elijah is perfect. I don't even care about anything else. I just go deeper in that realm of perfection, keeping my eyes fixed on Him every day, getting authored and perfected. In faith, it is written, be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect, yielding everything of your brain the brain can't be perfect anyway so if you're looking at performance i mean you're going to be deceived every day if you're looking at the father the father's perfect and if that person's brain is plugged into the father in their spirit they're going to be manifesting the perfection of the father and show me some of those people i mean i want those are the people I like hanging out with and there's like you'd be lucky to buy, find 40 of them on planet earth right now truth anyhow Go ahead, be offended by it. It's the truth in you. You'd be lucky to find 40 people on planet Earth whose brains are connected to the Father in their inner man that live out of the rich treasury of glory, that live out of the third heaven in them. Because those are the sons of God. Talks about the 60 champions of the marriage carriage. Those are the sons of God, the champions of His second coming. Those who have stood with the spirit of Elijah, the river out of their inner man with their brain fully submitted at the second coming of Christ. There will be a remnant. I know it will grow. But man, this is some forerunning, pioneering work that most people have just missed it, murdered it, blasphemed it, attacked it, killed it, hated it. Because it's coming like John the Baptist. The sons of God are the John the Baptist company of the spirit and power of Elijah, of Jesus Christ's second coming. And anyone's welcome to become a son of God. All you got to do is completely forsake everything that's in the world. Every day for the third heaven, and then just be real, and just walk in it every day, go through whatever comes at you, and just have fun with it, go on an adventure of a lifetime, and live for Christ and not self, fully crucified, dying daily, submitting your carnal animal soul to the mind of Christ. That's what will break off your ancestral curses. I see a lot of people that are very stricken with ancestral curses, they can't get out of the poverty that mom and dad were poor, I'm poor, I can't break out of it. You can break out of it. Christ broke out of it, so you can break out of the animal soul and everything that's in the bloodlines. The animal soul's life is in the bloodlines. The life is in the blood. And I'm telling you, that life is not God's life. That's the animal life. Do you want to live an animal life? Or do you want to live a divine life? Hello? Days of Noah. Everyone's living an animal life. And there's a remnant that started to live a divine life and created an ark of glory with the rainbow mind of Christ and the rainbow river of life. And the glory will get stronger and stronger. The ark of Noah is David's tabernacle. Right now, comes forth now through the manifesting sons of God. And everyone that's lived in an animal life will come in and be transfigured to live a divine life. And out of their bellies will flow rivers of power that transfigure and heal everything that's in the blood. All addictions fall off. <laughs> all strongholds, all mindsets, Everything falls off, and you're totally free. And you stay free with your brain connected to the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit in your inner man, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Pray about becoming financial partners with Rather Ministries to grow this ministry and bless many other people like yourselves. Retherman.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.